Welcome back to We Are Live, Chris Demon, Carly Lawrence, Barb Lawrence. Look at Barb going to town. Pet One St. Louis West comes through and just wrecks shop with the uh, bully stick and Barb. This is amazing. Gardner, you were saying uh, she looked like a celebrity. Yeah, I thought she looked like Triumph the Insult Comic Dog because it made it look like she had a cigar in her mouth there for a moment. <laughs> Carly, do you uh, do you have a Insult the Triumph voice? Do you do that for Barb ever? Do you ever talk for Barb? Yeah, she talks like this. <laughs> How Is did that, that right? develop? Yeah, that's interesting. Did you just What's look the at origin her? story? She's very timid and just... Okay, hi. Hi, ma'am. Can I get you a drink? Uh, no, thank you. Please leave me alone. Goodbye. <laughs> You're really uh, going to town on that stick there, ma'am. Um, yes, I know. Thank you. Mind your own business. <laughs> a little point. bit of attitude. Yep. That's pretty good. Uh, you're a chihuahua. Did you celebrate Cinco de Mayo yesterday? Uh, yes, I did. That's my culture. Thank you so much. No more questions at this time. <laughs> One more. Uh, what part of uh, Hispanic area or Mexican area that uh, is Barb? Barb doesn't sound very Mexican. <laughs> yeah, um, you celebrate. I'm, oh, you know what? I'm going to cut you off there. I'm really busy with the bully stick. <laughs> Barb, you're acting like you're a longtime hot chick, and I'm trying to talk to you at a bar. What's going on? Uh, like I told you, no more questions at this time. Have <laughs> a good day. I'm on Instagram. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> follow me at Saved by the Barb. Uh, at Saved by the Barb is where you follow Barb. <laughs> Gardner, uh, before we get back into it, I got to tell people about Getaway Carts. They support mm -hmm. your movement. You guys support Getaway Carts movement. That's right. Ooh, Let's getaway. rock it out. Getawaycarts.com. Hashtag Cart Blanche. Hashtag Customize Without Limits. Maybe you're cruising around Soulard with Barb in tow and you need a new cart. Getaway Carts is where you head. That's right. Getawaycarts.com for all your neighborhood golf cart needs or if you own a business and you're looking for a fleet, maybe you run the SLU facilities. I don't know. Maybe you own a giant hospital chain and you need more golf carts for the area. Make sure you hit up Getaway Carts. Great local business supports We Are Live. Cart Blanche. For the preferred transportation mode of the Golden Girls. <laughs> if, if Barb got a sister, would you name her Blanche? No, I'd name her John Bonet Ramsey. Okay. Oh, and any explanation behind because that? Because I love John Benet Ramsey. We shared um, a birthday. And I just, Barb and John Benet, I think it just works. Oh, it's going to be a wiener dog. Like, it's not even me joking. Like, I'm literally going to get a wiener dog and name it John Benet Ramsey. Are we okay with this, Gardner? Why aren't we okay with it? It's morbid. It. It's a morbid story. It's like, if a I, it's like if I named my dog like Princess Diana. Like, that's endearing. JFK or something? Yeah, I could totally. We had some finality with Diana. We don't really... John Bonet and Barb. It's, I mean, it doesn't have to be named after John Bonet. I could just be like, I need my dog John Bonet, and people's imaginations can run with that. Do you and see make Carly taking like a dead serious stance on this? No pun intended. My mistake. I just, whatever. <laughs> That's not what I meant to. Whenever be I hear her name, I just think of how we shared a birthday. August so you make 6th. it about you. Well, it's where my mind goes. Mm -hmm. You know, you look up who's like celebrity birthdays, and I have like David Robinson, um, Alexander, Doctor Alexander Fleming. Mm -hmm. John Benet Ramsey. Oh, sure. If people have a problem with it, they can just like call her JB or call her call okay. her Johnny. You've already this dog that doesn't exist is going to exist. Yes. It's going to be a wiener dog. Yes. Why a wiener dog? Because that's what Great I I grew up with wiener dogs, and that's what I originally mm -hmm. like wanted mm -hmm. when I first got a dog. Oh, um, mm. but I can we get up, a close up on Barb and Carly? Sorry, Barb. Gardner. Mm -hmm. Not that I don't like seeing you on the camera, but wow, look at that. Mm -mm -mm. Um, but I am very lucky. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Derek Dockett, <laughs> if you want to make right a there. gift of that, that'd be great. <laughs> right there. Oh, my Do gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's go, Blues. Let's go, Blues. Tongue for the cup. Oh, Ooh. that's a good one. Has let's wait. Let's Hashtag wait. Let's get tongue. that going. Well, let, okay. Gardner, back to camera three. Mm -hmm. uh, Bar Barb, Carly, tongue for the cup. <laughs> the pet watch you put the bully stick in her mouth to entice her. I did. That's what I was doing. Oh my Thank you for noticing. Gosh, I tried to be conspicuous amazing. about it. You, you lipsticked your lips. She treated it like chapstick. She I put did. it all Just over her lips. Just put a little bit of a remnant. And then, yes. Just a little bit. <laughs> to get Barb to Just a little bit of a sip. For the left Just up. enough. Just enough oh. to get them oh, interested. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do it. Oh, no. 
So like when you go to bars, does that mean like depending on where you go, would you like sprinkle like cocaine on your lips to get the type of guys you're looking for? Like how do you how do you bring in a guy with that? What's the ballistic equivalent? If it was Gardner, you just put a little menthol cigarette over your lip, and he's coming right in. You hang a slice of pizza off your mouth, I'm coming right for you. Know, it, I would okay? also just use a bully stick. Because they probably have a dog, and I'll get their dog to love me, and then they're like, oh my God, my dog already loves her. So, ultimate um, Brady Bunch, but with dogs. So, you've got, we'll say Jean Bonnet has uh, yes. joined the pack. Yes. What type of dog is your ultimate? Um, you have to meet on a patio in St. Louis. If it's a St. Louis romance story, what dogs does uh, the gentleman that you uh, you court have when you form the Dog Brady Bunch? Honestly, whatever dog. I mean, really think about this. this is, you're going to spend the rest of your life with this gentleman. Whatever dog Barb gets along with, preferably another little dog. Is that how it works? Does she get a little worked up whenever the dog's larger? A little bit. Mm -hmm. She doesn't prefer it. Um, but honestly, but the, but then, like the other day when I took her to the dog place, there was this big hulking boy dog, like not fixed, like mm -hmm. literally oh. coming in there with its pheromones, just spraying everywhere. And she perked up and was following this dog around. Oh, she was like, what's, what's up with those uh, Yeah, things? she's like, oh my God, do I want to be pregnant? I uh, think okay. so. And then just following him around. I'm like, what? what Who are you? Here? Okay. Now, was the owner acceptable for you? I don't remember what they were. You didn't give it a look. You were no. just worried about Miss Barb. I was very concerned. I'm like, what, you little slutty little slut? What's mm. happening? Mm -hmm. I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> this is how your nipples got so big. I get it. Okay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so if you're just tuning in on the live stream, uh, Travis Rell settling into New York. So Carly is kind enough to fill in today. Barb just got a care package from uh, the great folks at St. Louis Pet Once West. We got that figured out, didn't we, Carly? Yes, we did. Barb and Carly. I'm glad have a, we did, too. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Barb and Carly have a big week ahead with uh, hockey. Did we catch baseball over the weekend, Gardner? I know we were going to chat just briefly about that. Um, you, do oh, have the, uh, you do have the Wrigley scent that you were pushing. Oh, landfill, landfill, As yeah. a cologne. Yeah. yeah. Uh, had some friends up there over the weekend. The Cardinals got swept, but... Um, I don't know. I don't know how much we're paying attention to baseball at the moment. Oh, I think there's some attention to it. Um, mm -hmm. Anytime you lose to your rivals, I guess. Like yeah, that. especially when you were going in in first place and then you leave and now they're in first place. Right. And one of those games you probably should have had, uh, their star player made sure you didn't get it. Yeah. And then things didn't go your way on Sunday Night Baseball as the nation is watching. <laughs> Gotta love that. Yeah, not a great weekend. Yeah. Not a great weekend. Not a good weekend in uh, horse racing as well, if your name is Maximum Security. Yeah. yeah. What was, what the hell was that? that did, was you, did you see it? I didn't watch it, I just heard well, about We didn't it. have our hats on. We asked, that's your fair foul talk. I was today. at my local watering hole. Mm hmm Do people get down on the Kentucky yeah. Derby at your yeah. watering hole? And they had Mint juleps flowing? Uh, yeah, there were. Uh, there were some mint juleps. It used to be... When 34 Club was around, before they tore it down to build Shake Shack, rest in peace, 34 Club. Did you that see the stain in his... Yeah. Oh. It was me and uh, Doris Carter was her name. Old Doris. Rest in peace, Doris Carter as well. We would run the Kentucky Derby pool at 34 Club. And that is now carried over to Rosie's, mm -hmm. our neighborhood bar. And so it always gets a large crowd in there for that event. And because there's some money being tossed around and they it's not like it's not like a bookie type deal. It's a it's a very classy. It's a random draw. So you're buying in and you're getting a random draw of a horse. So passersby can be a part of it. Oh, yeah. And, and that's the key. Like if anything's ever done, it's along those lines. It's supposed to be, hey, how can we involve everyone and not this is not a serious you know, gambling endeavor. That's for other folks with bookies who have a nickname that probably is an animal or some sort. Shark. Yeah. yeah, or an insect. You know, that's how mm -hmm. that works. That's how bookie's name goes. Mm -hmm. um, spider. But we... Uh, spider the bookie? It was interesting to watch that because I'm standing next to a friend after the race. I went outside and was getting ready to have a cigarette, and then I heard some commotion and came back in and was watching the replays and it became very apparent to me as I, I went to my friend. I go, 
they're going to take this away. He's like, you think so? I go, well, think about I all I the don't people know that had they, made money, man. And I, don't, I go, I don't know how they can't right now. Be, I, they're probably, to me, the reason it took so long was they were, to make a decision. It was like t- just over 20 minutes was simply because they were maybe trying to find a way not to do what they were about to do. Mm-hmm. But it was very apparent that that was the right call. And I even I read some stuff afterwards, saw some interviews the next morning with trainers of, of, a, of the horse that was impeded, actually. not It wasn't the one who filed the protest, but he was the one that was impeded. The horse filed the protest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Did, did you have... Hey! hey. Wait, ask me if I had a good racing experience. Did you have a good racing experience? Hey. Yeah, there you go. And the, and ask you if I had a good racing experience. That was the only way I could respond with nay. This is right. Like what else? I mean, howdy. (laughs) Welcome to the show. (laughs) In which I've been told to grabs tightly onto because I don't have anything else. It seemed like uh, that was they thought. Yeah, that was the right call. It just sucked that it was on that stage and had never happened before. Like should. uh, mm, Boy, do I not care. But at the same time, when you start thinking about all the money and all that stuff, where it's just like. These are animals. Like, I guess yeah. it's super important because if you get a horse that's just out there fishtailing and doing God knows what, like a teenager well, in a parking lot. And I think what it did is they, they, they saw the domino effect that the move had that the horse made where it cut over three paths. Mm-hmm. That it affected not just one horse, but once it affected that horse, it affected another horse and then another horse and then another horse. So at that point, I think that's where you're like, well, I mean, what do we, what do, we do here? It's it's an unfortunate situation. Thank right. God no horses fell during when that happened too, yeah. because they did bump a couple times and the hooves didn't. Hoove. God, Hoof. that'd be scary as a jockey. Oh, yeah, yeah, all five foot no, two of them. And there's and it's in horse racing in general. Would you date a jockey, Carla? It's no. had um, a rough go, especially this year. Like Santa Anita has had some horses die, and, and that the last thing you needed was an incident in the Derby. Where to begin with, it still doesn't make sense to me where you have 20 horses racing. Right. Like that stuff happens, the bumping in that will happen when you have that many horses running. I mean, it's ridiculous. And they put them Uh, down right there on the track too. If if it's bad enough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's happened before. Right. Um, Why is that giant blanket being held up? Well. Really? Kids turn away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They cover cover up. They put... Horses down. If it, oh, if it's on the bad track. enough, yeah, on the track. If it like, hurt, wait, so if they get hurt, big giant animal. If it snaps its leg and it's like there is no coming back from that. They'll it's usually bring right there, like uh, trailers out to block and everything. Oh so yeah, that they, no one <laughs> sees what's going on right there. Yeah, yeah, that's where the that's where the outrage uh, came from, the California course. Because the weather's been crazy. Mm-hmm. They've had to put down like three horses on the track in the last few months. Yeah, it was... Because they slip and... Oh. Yeah, you don't... A, a horse is too big and it's too complicated. In most 99.9% of cases, to, it doesn't get a cast. Like, there's no there's no way to do wow. it. It's so what, are you going to keep though, it suspended in water or something? Because those animals, they truly are born to run. Yep, like that's, absolutely. It's what they are. Yet, like, you take away just one, well, the one leg like that, and it's just... It, Everything else is screwed. It's just, it's ridiculous how much, how they're built and what they're built to do, but you take away just one little aspect of it, how it impacts what their life is and life will be for them going. It's, I mean, it's unfortunate, but you can just see it. And they're, I mean, they are, if you're up close to a horse, especially a thoroughbred, they're majestic. majestic. Yeah, they are. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Close it on her, please. Can I get that very <laughs> genuine camera over there? This is Carly Camera 3. Look at Gardner mm-hmm. and then agree and they say. Are, they are ma- majestic. majestic. Yes, majestic. Yeah, you nailed it. I need the agreements in the camera, please. With my camera? Nope. Carly, look at the camera. Majestic. Ma- ma- majest- majestic. Majestic. <laughs> It's funniest thing you've ever done. I just wanted to recreate it. It was great. Uh, how old were but you guys the first time you rode a horse? I never, I never rode a horse. It's a normal. Thing. I was like five, four or five years old the first time my dad took me to the track. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Anytime little little Chris had a baseball tournament in Collinsville, Illinois, oh, buddy. you knew where we were spending time in between. We got Larry. Oh yeah. 
Bel- I had a basketball tournament in Belleville. We went to the horse oh, yeah. race. <laughs> yeah, I, my dad. Southern Illinois. My dad yeah. actually was asking me what I wanted to do, what I planned to do for my 40th birthday party this year, and I'm like, oh, I was thinking about, you know, maybe I can rent out a movie theater and get a personal viewing of National Treasure. And he's like, okay. He's like, hey, but you can see my dad being suggestive. He's like, oh, okay. Well, it's on a Tuesday. Why don't we, uh, why don't we take a look at uh, you know, Fairmount? Oh, you want you want to go back to our little track? Oh man, yeah. We're we're little Chris. Little Chris learned what an exacta was and a trifecta (laughs) and how to box horses and yeah. I'm like, okay, that actually might be uh, nice to spend my 40th with my dad betting on ponies, but uh, yeah, I I think it'd be fun. Yeah, Uh, our friend over 1860 Saloon, Tom. Uh, the last few times we've tried to get together for a meeting, he's like, why don't you just come on Tuesday? Uh, the shuttle will leave at 12.15. We can just talk then. <laughs> um, Tom, I got things to do. You're trying to rope me into I your shenanigans, Tom. <laughs> I, can't be, I can't be hammered at 2 p.m. Yeah. on Horse Hooky Tuesday because I would be. <laughs> he wouldn't make me. No one would force me. What the hell else do you want me to do? I'm watching a bunch of horses. And, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll have another one. Hilarious. Oh, man, before you know it, I'm passed out and covered in nacho cheese. I, I did hear... In s- horse feet. Mm. Maybe. Mm. I don't know what happened. I mean, I don't know how the the horse made it into that, but yeah, that makes sense. I did hear, in the betting aspect of it, I did hear about a flip that happened. And it's, I won't get into names, but it's... Will Flip, the rapper? It's not a person. It's an acquaintance of someone we all know. Mm. So it didn't happen to that person in particular, Mm -hmm. but someone that they know bet, let's say... a few thousand dollars on the derby they like betting on horses so they did not have maximum security who would have won the race in any of their bets they would have just dropped for the day it flipped they take down maximum security i think i think they had him finish 18th or something like that is what the final decision was and it because he flipped was too fast after that and that person is now $140,000, worth Stop it. Stop so it. We, Who is it? So Are we're, but yeah, great question. What kind of dog do they have? Oh. But I heard a story about that. Uh, and I, I heard a rumor about it from another person called another person and said, hey, is this true? And they're like, yeah. And so, like, oh my God. So, so it, he went from, well, that was a waste of two grand yeah. or whatever it was. Ah, I should have bet that maximum security. And then six figures. And so you're going to hear wow. stories like that. You're going to hear it reverse, too. Wow. Like I, I oh, a, somebody was about to pay off their I house. I had a friend who wasn't. Instead, he didn't they lost a finger. Bet a lot of money, but like it cost, you know, several hundred dollars it cost them on that, on that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, there's... Like, I can't imagine what it was like in that 20 minutes at, like, a sports book in Vegas or something like that. Or even at an an OTB in Solage. Like, as you're watching what's going on there, I mean, because that, it goes from one of the favorite horses to win to a 65 to 1 that ends up taking it. And so I'm just like, oh, my, I can't imagine what, like, that time frame was like and the anxiousness and waiting for, it's really, what that decision was. That's from the betting perspective of it all. You hate to hear those stories, but sometimes some pretty drastic stuff like that happens too. That's associated. And again, yeah, they chose to get into it, but and I and we still. I know the owner and uh, trainer. Right after the race, it seemed like they might pursue some appeals or some legal options. Maybe I don't yeah. know if that's still the case. I think the owner gave an interview on today. Today show, I believe, this morning. I haven't really mm-hmm. seen the details. Was of it Travis yet. featured this morning? No, we should have had her. Yeah. <laughs> totally it literally, if you so the program we have, literally, if you have a phone with a camera, you can video in, mm-hmm. right? So we're gonna need to get Travis out and about. I'm thinking. Oh, we've yeah, we've had some discussions yeah. on the. I'll take five minutes of Travis in a crowd outside the Today Show than I would two hours of him on the show. I went him on the Staten yeah. Island Ferry. Uh huh. Where else? The show. Central Park, mm-hmm. maybe the park bench from where the uh, old lady in Home Alone 2 was. Right. 
Seinf stuff like that. Seinfeld Diner. Yeah, different landmarks. Mm -hmm. I love this idea. I but, think so. But we got to find more Carland Studio. We really got to find places where he can talk is the key too. But see, if he doesn't have someone there to like guide it, he'll just. Be like, I'm not saying anything. He acts like he's Mr. Uh, man on the Street, but he needs a little guidance. So we'll see. Yeah, we don't I want. Get we'll that. work he's on that. Direction. I'm yeah. just saying. Mm -hmm. He's a little showboat, but yeah. tell him what to do. Right. And he'll, he's a dancing monkey. There uh, was well, a. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that, if that works. Oh, that doesn't work. Like, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah. I mean, yep. I am too. Yeah, Carly Lawrence, I'm done everybody. talking. Yep, there it is. So, uh, wait. Sorry, go ahead, Gardner. I, I wanted to point out, too, once again, our uh, fair file is Kentucky Derby hats. There you have it right Oh, my. There. Look at that. Um, Can you imagine that on Barb's head? It'd be majestic. Mm -hmm. real, real quick, we don't have to dive deep into this, but there was a, uh, a tweet about the Derby from the president. Said the Kentucky Derby. No C in Kentucky. Decision was not a good one. It was a rough and tumble race on a wet and sloppy track. Actually, a beautiful thing to watch. Mm -hmm. okay. Only in these days of politically Ugh. political correctness could such an overturn occur. The best horse did not win the Kentucky Derby. I agree with that. Not even close. Uh, that's probably about the only. <laughs> I don't know. You got the political correctness in there. That's pretty impressive. Uh, since you're just simply going by the rules, but. I just wanted to point out, you know, because the horse moves. There's a correlation to be drawn here. And to another horse, so it seems as though the president still doesn't understand obstruction. Hey, look out, Chris Gardner, everybody. Nice pull. That's if I was writing for Jay Leno in the monologue. <laughs> what about the correlation to be drawn for he lost the popular vote, but still won yeah, there's a lot, the presidency. There's a lot to look at like, within that single tweet. Uh -huh. I believe it's been deleted now, actually. Oh, really? Um, but yeah, there's a lot to kind of you know peel the layers away. Unpack. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unpack Dissect. Yes. But yes. like we're just living in his script at this point, right? He's um, just like he's like, oh, uh, mm -hmm. who's your analytics guy? Twitter guy, analytics guy looks at it. He's like, a lot of people talking about the Derby, Prez. What do you got? <laughs> and then he just tosses that out there. He's like, can I work? Political correctness into this? Yeah. It's just like, What's it's my agenda? Algorithm-based tweeting, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty not understood. Uh, don't get the PC part of that comment. Was the horse transgender? <laughs> From Black Sheep. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> there was a lot of, you know, what, what happened? Did a black horse win? Like, yeah, yeah exactly. There was a lot of that. He doesn't, yeah. 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 There was a lot of immediate. There was a lot of ways to go. Uh-huh. So that's why you can appreciate a tweet like that is because it leaves your room. If you want to be snarky, if you want to make fun of it, you have a, I mean, it, it basically, a, you're almost a joke overload. Like, cannot respond, cannot <laughs> respond. Because you're like, which angle do I take here? Right. Which way do I go with this? Yeah. The misspelling, the political correctness. Uh, how do I rate, do I go topical? Like, you, you have to calm down for a moment and actually think, uh, I just got to go with one way. I well, that's, yeah, that's try Because you, you put too much in there, then you, it's just going to be a jumbled mess. I, I saw, like, uh, I don't think he really even, he mentioned him briefly. I saw Jim Jeffries Friday night at uh, Stiefel Theater. Oh, yeah. Shout out to uh, his opener, Forrest Shaw, for the hookup there. Uh, and it was Forrest Shaw, and I can't think of the guy's opener. He's very fun. When you're Jim Jeffries, you take seasoned headliners as your openers, right? So all, all the comics were super funny. I think there was only like a couple little Trump comments here and there. Mm -hmm. But even though, like, if you're Saturday Night Live, like, I get tired. Like, it's not that funny anymore, whatever, with the Trump stuff all the time. On our own show, it got to be really tiresome, just like everything. But also, how do you not talk about this stuff? Because it's so out there. It's so polarizing. It's so absurd even whether you follow him or not i think you, you gotta tell me now you do you have to because i know i was like man i sat through a two plus hour probably 20 minutes too long if you had to trim it down i sat through two plus hours and i think there were only mm, three minutes of trump related mm -hmm. jokes and one being an international comic known for pushing buttons uh i mean i think that speaks volumes to it you got a crowd of 2200 that'll eat out of your hand and you don't go to the lean on that yeah so that was interesting i think you pick your spots that tweet being one you take advantage of oh yeah and then <laughs> and then if somebody yells at you like respect him even blah blah it's like well, no this is the president i can laugh about a misspelled ridiculous tweet right yeah it doesn't matter what side you're on i mean that's 
Well, it's just absurd. Funny. Yeah, it, yeah it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. You take it. All right, you say, oh, I, I've been waiting for this. I would do Like, it. I passed a few others, others up I waiting did. for this. I'm taking advantage of it. I did it with Travis when Obama would pick the NCAA brackets. I'm like, oh, I guess he's done everything better to do. He's hanging out talking basketball. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's the same damn thing. That, that was your spot. Yeah, exactly. And then the Kenya thing was just because of personal choice. And I, I yeah, bring that I, up every time I got a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gardner, you've uh, you've been on top of the political uh, shenanigans in the uh, local area, not necessarily the presidential side. Uh, your boy, Sting Operation is what you've called it. Hashtag oh, yes, Sting yes, Operation. yes. This is, Carly, I have no clue how much you keep up with this stuff. Locally, uh, <laughs> the guy who's going to be tabbed as the St. Louis, if the county and city merged under a certain plan was going to be the mayor of new st louis or st louis metro like where you combine the county and the city and all this stuff uh he is uh pleading guilty to pay to play charges is that right gardner mm -hmm. this is pretty wild because you see him he hires the most well-regarded defense attorney in the uh in the area and you usually for me when you see political people get mixed into stuff i'm like they're gonna plead out of this this is gonna be a a no-go the greitens thing was a six-month saga that turned into he resigned like there's no yeah. punishments right so Gardner did you happen to see this and yeah. I didn't know you are the most in tune with this stuff because you find it to be there's, hilarious I think but yeah I mean well I like to find ways to uh, entertain myself with it and um, at this point with him it's, it's weird that it all happened so quick. It happened quick with Greitens. Like one day it was like, bam, I'm, he's resigning. And you think he had momentum going his way. And now with Stinger, it was like, oh, yeah, he's being charged. He's resigned. Four or five days later, uh, he's pleading guilty. Like it all happened so quick. Right. Is, is the thing that I've taken notice with. The freakiest part about this stuff is we're a big little city. So like, sorry to bring the blues into this. But this guy was like probably at a blues game recently. Like you probably walk by him. At the cortex, like these are all these things, and yeah. then you don't realize the magnitude of these people's positions and how they're involved with things. Where it's like, this is very serious. It, it's weird too that some people, uh, Jeff Smith, former, we've put Barb to sleep. By the way, I just want to that. <laughs> did you give her? Did you give her some of that pet once balm? Not even a little bit. You guys are just that yeah. boring. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I think it's no. I agree. I think it's weird how some uh, politicos have found a, a way to make themselves relevant again when something like this comes up like Jeff Smith for example who did go to prison for an issue he had but it was a short stay I guess Carly did a little prison, time like in the 90s or something like that but then he goes and is writing a book has the book out and then he becomes relevant to news stations because he's a po political figure that has gone to prison. So we, okay, what, what is it like for a political? So he My becomes God. relevant because of that. So it, it, it's weird seeing how this, like, cause part of the thing for Stinger now is you think he's probably going to do some time. It seems at this point, mm -hmm. that's what it seems like. There's no guarantee, but so what, what is next? The thing is like, what's next? How does he make his next play? His next con, if you will, for him, maybe. It's like in, that in fire term, festival like, guy. Is he, is he going to write a book? Yeah, well, like Billy McFarlane. He's got a book. He's, got a, he's writing his memoirs. <laughs> yeah. Fred is a, Prometheus. Yeah. The, he's doing the God of all fire. the things from prison. Like, Boy, yeah. So the, obviously the next step for people like this is, okay, book deal. Book deal is number one. So like, so Stinger should be like right now, okay, right, well, this is going to happen. We should start already shopping the book. Who's going to help write it? Like, that's that's what I want to pay attention to is kind of the sideshow stuff with it at this point because I find it just I don't know weird and fascinating in a way that this is how it kind of goes for people now. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised. I like Chris Correa, the Cardinals executive who got hit and gave away some for proprietary years. information. Like what if he came out with a book? I mean, can you imagine like? How to use analytics on your prison softball yeah, team? Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, yeah, like stuff like uh, it's just like it. People, Carly, would you that, would you that, form a dance gang if you went to prison? What? Would that of be course, your, I would form a dance <laughs> gang. <laughs> That's your saving grace. Why You're like, I, yeah. what do I have to offer these yeah. women? <laughs> it's like people that aren't hardened criminals necessarily. Like they're not. 
violent physically or anything, but have done stuff to harm people in other ways, their move like is us o- putting Barb to sleep. Their right move now. is always like, it's a book deal, or <laughs> it's like you know how do I, I'm a commentator now, or right. like, like they have people from Watergate, you know, doing stuff now on political uh, shows, and it's like, hey, we were all involved. Well, yeah, they know. They know the best. I don't get it. So, I mean, what? And we'll just, eat it all it up. It tells you a lot. Right. That uh, Tim, uh, the referee from the NBA that Donahue. was betting on games, Tim Donahue, yeah. he was a, he did, he put out a book. Everybody's like, oh, wanna, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. This guy's a scumbag. Carly dated him for like a month. Yeah. <laughs> were you in the, I catfish. Don't were, were bet you, on were it. Were you in the, what's that? Don't bet on it. Oh, no. Were you in the NBA it. whenever he uh, was, Pulling game stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I we're talking about? It. it was a referee who was <laughs> literally helping people throw games. Was it in 2016? Oh, uh, probably. No, more like 2012. No. Everything feels I was there like 2012 it was. 2012 to 2016. So yeah, we probably overlapped. Did you maybe trip a player as part of the deal? He's like, hey, get in on this. I might have done that, but I also right. signed an NDA not to discuss it. So. Wow. Uh, okay, Carly. <laughs> maybe that's why Barb's playing so coy over there. This poor dog. Uh, Travis in the comments. Thanks again, Travis. Uh, says Barb got up for this shit. <laughs> wow. Barely. Uh, I mean, fair, as you yeah. can see, um, she's not all here. It's working out well. <laughs> uh, so, yes, Gardner, so congratulations to you on Sting Operation becoming. Well, I didn't do anything. Even, I just followed I didn't along. do anything. Uh, I, I guess right, you didn't. This is actually really uh, ridiculous to talk about because uh, I've actually ran into the guy several times. Uh, did you guys see the Delmar Loop hammer attack thing? No. A guy got in trouble for attacking people in the Delmar Loop with a hammer. Uh, turns out, and I don't know if you want to call him a comic, uh, for sure I've seen him perform in competitions around St. Louis, stuff like that. Turns out he was the guy. He was a guy who's done some comedy around St. Louis, had a history of this, but it was just, it's crazy. He is not a small guy. I want to say 6'1", 6'2". Why one, six, was he two, doing that? Three, uh, was he I mean, being he, funny? Was he trying to be funny? No, no, no. Or was he being serious? The real serious? hammer. It like, wasn't. It wasn't to, Gallagher. He wasn't to hurt smashing people? anything. Hit people. Hurt people. Yeah, they're like. Well, what was his name? Bad. Let's call him out. Uh, he, it's in the uh, paper, and it's uh, Ken Canamore uh, is his name. But he was charged. They found him because he got away from the scene. But uh, like, wow, how crazy! You've probably, you maybe seen him around. It doesn't come around a ton. But apparently I've there was. I've probably seen him once in a while. Yeah, he's big dude. Wow. Yeah, there he is on his uh, thing. This is actually uh, awkward to uh, discuss. Um, what in the world is wrong with people? I don't know. Yeah, you gotta think. You automatically think like, eh, there's something else going on there. It's not yeah. just. But yeah, so Who that hurt was, you. Yeah, that's hurts people. Yeah, not good, everybody. Mm. Gardner. You don't have any cute uh, hashtags for that one, do you? Uh, not currently. Okay, good, good. We can develop one. We'll give you time to brainstorm. Uh, let me see. Uh, Thor's hammer, something with the Thor's hammer. Thor's uh, hammer. <laughs> hammered. Hot hammered, guy with a hammer. Hammer. <laughs> hammered. I would, I would thought you guys, showered starting there and then uh-huh. move on. Where do you guys stand on this, given that he had an issue like 10 years ago where he attacked another local comedian that yeah. lived with him at the time? that people know. So it's very personal to a very tight-knit community, the comedy community in St. Louis. Where do you guys stand on like cracking jokes to deal? This is a really weird thing. I feel very awkward. I've talked to this guy before. I've seen him perform. It's one of those things where it's like you feel it, but immediately I was like, well, it's a good thing I don't like prop comics. Like mm-hmm. that's all I could think <laughs> of. Like that was the thing. And then, but it sucks because I don't, when yeah. you're close, you should be able to remove yourself and joke about something t- terrible like that and especially if you do a stupid podcast five days a week in a weird city. But where do you guys stand on, like, can we joke about that? Well, I think if, if you're allowed to have... Barb, your thoughts. A broad uh, like area... A wo- like a woman? A broad area in which to operate <laughs> with comedy. Right. Um, and you're often not associated with a lot of the subjects you're making fun of. Correct. Just because well, somebody else might be. And so, like, if someone takes exception to something like that, you, you say, and you say, hey, hey this, where's this comedy? So if it becomes personal to you, I mean, that's just basically flipping the script right there, right? Mm-hmm. So you, it's, it should be fair game, it seems. It should, yeah. But then it's that weird thing. If we're trying to... Are there unwritten rules of comedy, I guess? That's what I'm getting in? Like, I don't know. Carly? Like, if we're the following the etiquette or rules or whatever you're, you're trying to put out there, that... It should be okay just because of how you 
would expect other people to if, react if it's something. If this happened in Los them. Angeles and the guy ran into a busy area, we would not think twice about that. Even though making jokes people about that, it. Even the, even if people died, that happens. I mean, yeah. Gilbert Gottfried, who we've had on the show, uh, you know, making jokes uh, two weeks after 9-11. Yeah. Blocks from it at the Rosa Hugh Hefner. And I didn't take exception to that. I was like, yeah, that's how you deal with stuff, right? Mm. I well, don't know. It's and the thing with him was he, of course, famously in the Aristocrats, saw the crowd wasn't responding to what he was doing. Right. And was able to turn it into something else. That's, a, that's another thing, too, I guess, just reading what's happening as you're going. There. That's the thing. You can make jokes about whatever you want, but if whatever, you know, if the crowd's not responding to that, that's, I mean, that's a risk you're taking for yourself. But, yeah. I mean, I think everything is kind of fair game. You never know <sighs> yeah. who's going to be offended by what. I don't necessarily take risks like that. I'm. I. I think people should take risks at the if they're at the appropriate level. For if sure. Yeah. I don't and if that's their it. style, don't yeah. just do it. Yeah. Just, just right. for the shock. I've I've never always said, it's like, dude, you've never joked about anything but Cheetos and going to see movies. Yeah. Now you're commentary on violent what? attacks. Like what? Yeah. I've yeah, always like, said it's just you got you got to do very well with it if you're going to sure. do that. Because if someone comes back at you, you have to expect that. Especially in an area. You, you like have to be skilled in. enough to be able to to take that risk to begin with. If you're not, and someone pushes back at you, it's not PC culture or anything like that. It's you it's just, just weren't life. good enough to, life. Yeah. to turn it. Or it could something. be really good, but there's somebody that's going to take exception. Cause yeah. like yeah. it sucks. If they're listen, we all enjoyed the fire festival thing. Someone lost their livelihood for that. Right? Mm -hmm. Like that's how that stuff goes. What about Meredith? Let's judge uh, her. His comedy toolbox didn't serve him well. <clears throat> Meredith, everybody. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Okay, no, that is tough. Fine. That is. I think you see it even at yeah. the highest levels. I would argue, despite having Derek Gould, who will talk to anyone about anything and say the truth about whatever, he also. I also see points where like, people want him to barb at people. No offense, huh? Well, uh, <laughs> but you have these things that happen, like even in St. Louis, it does not serve you well to drudge up or go after certain things because... The Blues, the Cardinals, whatever. I'm not even saying they're vengeful or anything. you got to go look those people right in the eye. It's not Boston where there's 40 people in the mm -hmm. press box. There's 17, right? People are right there in front of you. So it's all about the choices you make, right? Yeah, you're, you're held accountable. Like, everyone's held accountable in a situation like that. Mm -hmm. Like, you're talking specifically with Derek. He's at the ballpark every day. If he says something or writes something, there's people there that will say, hey, I have an issue with what you wrote about me or whatever. And to his credit, he'll versa, stand up he, for he'll, it. Well, here's what it is. You know? right. Or he Joe can Strauss go and is amazing see, at that. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the key for accountability is that everyone's there. Everyone, and if there's an issue, it can be face-to-face. -face. Correct. Um, Travis, in the comments, again, what are you doing with your time? Why do you go to New York to comment on your own show's uh, Facebook So, maybe you had some, like... This is Travis Jamaican saying he worked today. He's joint, like, he I don't was, know if he saw me contribute. Yeah. Tweeting about, oh yeah, there's Jamaican food everywhere. Yeah, you're in Queens, <laughs> Travis. Right. There's an area called Jamaica, Queens. That's where St. John's <laughs> University is. What are there, 10 Jamaican restaurants in St. Louis? Did you not He's research? never bought Jamaican restaurants. Do your research, Do your research. Check like it out. It's like when I lived in Memphis and was like, oh my gosh, why does everybody have Cardinal stuff on? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, the triple E, triple yeah. e team's there. Like, shut right. up. He has no idea what he's doing. Culture yourself. What yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Blackfish. Give her a camera three rant. Can we okay, get a camera yeah, three let's rant? Do that. Yep. Have, let's well, do that. that. Was it. The rant's over. I well, no. Wait, wait. Just scream it at her. Do one more time. Piece. Okay, go ahead. Where do I start? Culture. Hey, y'all. I'm in the comments. Jamaican food every day. Uh, am I Travis right now? No. I love Jamaican food. My name is Travis. No. Oh. no. You're telling me to get oh. culture. Remember? <laughs> yeah, Travis. You've been in New York for how long? How long has he been in New York? 12 hours. He's been, you've been there for 12 hours. You've had 12 hours to experience the culture, immerse yourself in it, meet the people you need to meet. Like, why are you not best friends with the owners of these Jamaican restaurants yet? Why are you acting like it's a new thing? Like, you're new to their city. Nice. Have respect for them. Nice. Oh, yeah. And Do your nice. research. Use Google. The One internet more. exists for a reason. It's for you to find out that there's Jamaican restaurants in New York before you land in New York. Tag it with get cultured. Period. Hashtag get cultured. There it is. Carly Lawrence, everybody. Uh, from Ty in the comments, I disagree. Bill Burr said it best. When comedy today is like a walk-in closet, you run the risk of people being offended or wanting to be offended. Sorry, that's going to be offended over the smallest shit. Comedians don't have the luxury of, hey, guys, this is what I meant. 
yeah, you could you could fight back with that, but you also got to remember, like, that's what we're dealing with, too. So hopefully uh, people at your shows understand how it's being used. Context super important, but that's how it goes. Uh, Travis says she told my black ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Meredith, this is what happens when people don't communicate well about what they want in the bedroom. She wanted to be hammered. He didn't. Un- okay, mm, damn it. So we Meredith's are really there. using We are going to, there. Yeah, so we're a coffee shop to Mer- Meredith. Right Meredith's now. like. <laughs> She's like, this I got good. this. This is yeah, good. I actually do uh, enjoy that quite a bit. MC Hammer getting a lot of play with this. Uh, Thor getting a lot of play with yeah. this in the local comics. So, yeah. Too legit to quit. Uh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Ah, there's some MC Hammered. There's possibilities. Uh, there's many possibilities. Valentine. Sam wants us to play Make It Racist with Carly and Barb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so think that's how that works. That I don't sounds think so like either. I shouldn't involve myself. In you know that. what I want to bring back because I loved the segment so much. Whenever Carly was on regularly for the radio show, uh-huh. we had a segment called Love or Basketball. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I think it would be way better now. I think we're all better, and I think it would be really fun. Well, Carly, how did we do that? So how, here's how it went. Uh, we had X amount of reality, just horrible trash reality TV shows, and you would have to pick between that or an NBA game. Or watching it. Which you would oh, watch. Okay, that's right. So it oh, was yeah, love or basketball. Oh, yeah, because say what was on at the same time as yep. that game. That's what yes. we did. And this okay. was the conversation we had every week when she would have the... the <laughs> she's like, now what is this again? And I was like, well, I mean, I don't really know, but here's the, here's the idea. Uh, we've got a little bit of time left before Fairfowl. Get those in wall at weareliveradio.com. The topic today, Kentucky Derby hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little thimble with a flower coming out of it for Barb. Yeah. yeah make that. You can win 10 bucks to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Um, <laughs> thimble. A couple more things we need to get to, very important to get to. Um, <clears throat> Gardner, I feel like this is a, a Gardner story if I've ever seen one. What? There's new Crocs out. With a fanny pack attached? Yeah, I haven't really looked into that story. Okay, I just so let's, threw it on there. What? Let's get into that tomorrow. Okay. Okay, sounds really important. I saw the headline. I'm like, oh, I'll put that on the rundown. We might need that. Would you wear Crocs with a fanny pack attached? Yeah. By Jack should make that? Yeah. Okay. I, I wanted to point out one thing real quick. Please. Just because this time of year I like to bring this story up and just remind everyone about how old-timey baseball writing used to be. Just okay. the tenor and how it was used. And how, oh, that's enjoyable and weird to listen to. Or like when you read it back in your head, have a voice in your head, you know, that old timey voice. But also just how bad it was, too. Because they would bury the lead, it seems, at times. This story I like to bring up this time of year, where this headline was in the Post St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Back in the early 1900s. Oh, no. On May 5th. On May 5th, so Cinco de Mayo. Fire stopped a lovely game. That's the headline. If it was spelled with a Y, would Ja Rule have showed up? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Score was tied when alarm was raised. Grandstand burned down. Mm. Today's game will take place at Athletic Park. So that's your headline in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. I think this was 19... I don't know if it was 1904, 05, or 06, but it was one of those three years, I think. This was in the Post-Dispatch. This was the headline. So you think fire, okay, burning down the grandstand is how you're going to write your story, right? That's the number one thing to talk about and what happened here. But no, no, this is old-timey baseball writing. P. Donovan and his co-adjuting Cardinals endeared themselves to the local fans yesterday by the article of the ball they put up against Bid McPhee's delegation from Cincinnati. This is a good voice by Gardner. Young Hopper occupied the box for the locals, and for 10 innings, his mighty right arm sent over a selection of slants that kept the heavy-hitting Reds puzzled. He held them down to seven scattered hits, Crawford being the only man to touch him hard, and he put one into the right field bleachers in the sixth, making the circuit. In the last half of the 10th inning, with Wallace, the first man up, reaching first on a single, and Childs at bat, the homeboys looked like sure winners. But a terrible fire, which destroyed the entire grandstand and pavilion, (laughs) stopped the game! That's at the bottom of the third paragraph of the story. Now, I love the old-timey writing, but your lead should probably be the fact that a fire burned down part of the ballpark. The entire grandstand, it says. Right. So you may focus on the fire and the uh, negligence in which it was reported. 
I focus on the complete 180 that the term homeboy yeah. has made. <laughs> the homeboys look like Cher Winner. That's amazing. Huh. I channeled the movie. Um, have you ever seen The Hudsucker Proxy? Probably. I missed that one. It's got Tim Robbins <laughs> in it. And, uh, uh, is it Jennifer? What is it? Garner? Is it Jennifer something. Yep, Jennifer Garner. Jennifer something. Love Hewitt? Like Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee, yeah. I think oh. that's. And she's got that kind of voice when she's she's like a reporter so that's what i channel when i think of that story old-timey voice like the adjectives they use like how they describe things it's colorful a home run colorful. making the circuit mm. making the circuit the lovely but game part a, a fire stop the lovely like game. how but dare maybe, that fire ruin our lovely yeah, game we were fine how so, many it's just it's weird that your lead is in the bottom of the third paragraph how many of those ball players? had to go work at the uh, stable or mechanic shop because the paper reported that a fire took, like, they, back then you had to have, like, regular jobs, too. So how many of oh, those yeah, ball players were, like, pissed when it got reported because they thought they were going to have a couple of days off or they didn't have anything to do? Mm. And their boss is like, get down here. This ditch isn't going to dig itself. Well, and then I don't know if this is the, at the time that Chris Vonder uh, owned the team or not. He was the first owner of the Cardinals. But he, his story in itself is something. He was kidnapped by someone at one point. And I don't know if this fire in particular is the one that was in question. At one point, they thought that he set fire to something to get insurance money. Usually and, happens with restaurants. And uh, so there was, he was a bit of a, a rounder, if you will. Like and Matt Damon. Basically, the Cardinals were invented because the guy owned a bar and wanted some more entertainment. That's how the Cardinals came about. That's wild. Think about that. That's why I got a dog. In there. <laughs> There's Barb. I was going so to bars and I needed more entertainment. There so. it is. That's perfect. Are there any bars you won't take Barb to? I mean, I'll take her anywhere that, I agree. that allows me to take her in. Uh, so we've got a few people asking when Carly's next comedy show is. I don't know yet. Uh, do you want to do Southtown in the next couple weeks? Yeah. We'll get Carly on a Southtown show. There's your answer, uh, Ty. Uh, we've got Fair Foul coming up in just a second. Gardner, anything else before we uh, move on to that killer, killer I final think I'm segment? Okay. I think I'm all good. Okay. I just wanted to get that story out there. Uh, Travis Trell live in New York commenting along. Let's see how we hold on to his segment while he's not here. Let's do some fair foul. At this defining moment, change has come to America. People often ask me, what's fair or foul? Is it a segment? Is it a movement? Is it hope? I can't say for certain. Time will be a true test of its power. But I can say, Fair or Foul is now and forever for the people. Gather around the radio with your loved ones and hold on to your butts. It's now time for Fair. We give it back to you, the people. Or Foul. We asked you about Kentucky Derby hats. Very important topic. If you write in a funny quip or a paragraph or sentence, we'll reward you if you win. $10 to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Big thanks to Tech Electronics. You see the studio, we're streaming in. Looks like a simple little Facebook. Oh, cool, they've got their camera, their flip phones broadcasting a show. No, we've got a board, cameras, station. There's the foam things on the wall the to help with the foam things sound. on the wall. It's legit. Don't forget the lighting installed by my man Marcus from Thoroughbred Wrestling Academy. There's curtains that do absolutely nothing. There's curtains that do nothing. This place. Big it's thanks. Great. Big thanks to our friends at Tech Electronics for all the help. Be sure to check out Stacy Static. Records her podcast at Midcoast Media. That's the Static Podcast. Mm -hmm. We will tune in. That's right. Here we go. Talking about Kentucky Derby hats. This is from Kankles. Fair. They are better than the ass most of you wear as hats normally. Mm. Kind of rude. Called as ass hats. Oh. <laughs> Let's see my helmet, has he? Gardner has a scooter helmet. Is you it ride those scooters? scooters? I have Do not ridden, those scooters? I haven't yet. Do you want to shoot a video of you riding a scooter for the first time? Yeah. Let us put it online? Yes. Okay. Will you I'll wear put Barb, helmet? I'll put Barb in a backpack. Ooh. Gardner? What? Lou Ferrigno, the Hulk, was in here and advised Gardner to stop riding stop on the scooters because they're dangerous. Oh. Yeah. It can be. Would you advise Carly being along, Carly and Barb along on one together? Why not? It looks like fun. That's what I'm saying. Because we don't have a helmet for Barb. 
She's got a sombrero. Okay. That'll do it. Then yes. Well, I'll, I'll, find a, I'll find a helmet on AliExpress. Not a sponsor, but they're super cheap. It'll just take like three months to get in. <laughs> I love that that's the one thing Carla remembers from radio. <laughs> Me being stupid, but kind of serious about, hey, they don't sponsor. That's not that. And then she took it way overboard, and I love it. It's really funny. <laughs> I'm wearing jeans. Not a sponsor. Any yeah, jeans? <laughs> jeans are not a sponsor today. Like, if you're asking me where I ate I combed over the my weekend. hair with a comb. Not a sponsor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you they're not a sponsor. I just want them to know. This is not paid advertising. <laughs> Was at my grandma's house eating pork roast. Pork roast, not a sponsor. <laughs> I had I had a joyous sandwich over the weekend. Oh, 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 oh. Not, 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 uh, yeah, isn't that weird? Some radio shows are like that. Like, for real, for real. Like, yeah, they that's won't. ridiculous. It's so silly. Derby hats are fair. If you're at the Derby. If you're just going across the border to Illinois, foul. The border. <laughs> Ice walls, what I call it. You'll still be there with the same range of hillbillies and skull ring jeans to douchey people acting better than everyone just so your wife can wear the hat one time. Then the damn thing just sits in the basement for years collecting dust. It's got a personal vendetta against the hat, I can see. Uh, you end up moving around the basement 12 times, taking it with you to new houses as you move, wondering what the hell is this stupid round box, but can you throw it away? No! She might wear the damn thing again sometime in the next couple decades. Triangle assassin. <laughs> A clear shot. Yeah. That painted an image. Yeah. I loved it. I think I, I think I have like a DVD case that has made it to like through seven moves with me, and yet I've probably lost lost three wallets in that time, and yeah. I'm just like, why why do I have this? Because you stick it somewhere, and you're like, oh, I won't need this, and then you pack it along. Yep. Uh, that'll do it for fair or foul today. Uh, my vote's for Triangle Assassin, Gardner. Uh, likewise, I'm going Triangle Assassin. Triangle Assassin gets Carly's vote as well. Barb looks like she's in on the Assassin. That's $10, too. It's our Illuminati's. Mm, go on. <laughs> it's a bus, a wine grill. Not a sponsor. Illuminati's not a sponsor. Illuminati, well, they kind of sponsor it everything, could be. If, if you think about it. You're right. Uh, Carly, where are you going in your sweatpants? Um, uh, I will go anywhere in my sweatpants. I literally, I, believe you. I wore this, these exact sweatpants yesterday, mm -hmm. uh, to the bars. Um, <laughs> no, I'll probably go to Buzz this Wine Grill. I'm going to see where it's at today. Oh, I think they're close to here. So you're in luck. Cool. Go. What a, what a wonderful time with you today. It's been wonderful. It has. It we'll get you on is. a Southtown show soon. We cool. can see Carly and Barb on stage there. And, uh, Gardner, great work today. No Travis, no problem is what I always say. Oh. Get that b-hole. Uh, oh, I blocked the b-hole with Barb is. on the screen. There it is. Huge shout out oh to uh, Pet One oh St. Louis. Oh, my no. God. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, my daughter. Hey, can I? <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're not even getting paid for this. Here, come here. Come here. <laughs> I don't know. We don't have to pay today. That's awesome. Oh. Uh, come here, Barb. Can I get a close-up shot before uh, before we head out? Oh. Huge shout out to uh, Pet One St. Louis. Wow. Yeah. Look at her tail! Uh, <laughs> 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 How do I do this correctly? <laughs> Barb and I getting our own shot, finally. We're going to do this. We'll be back tomorrow. Maybe Barb will be here, maybe she won't. Travis Trell supposedly back tomorrow, Gardner? Mm hmm Okay. Uh, one more close-up, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is Barb and Chris for We Are Live. We'll be back tomorrow on the live stream, 8 a.m. Thanks to Carly Lords. Follow her online at Carly Laughs. Big thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you uh, 8 a.m. tomorrow. Say peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>